<laughs> All right. Are we recording? We are recording, but we you know, recording. everything can be edited out. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. So we're doing a podcast. I'm very excited about this. I'm very excited too. I think we should probably start with who we are. That's, yeah. So people know. That's who, a great start. Who are these girls that we're listening to? And why are they doing this? Yeah, those are two very good questions, Nina. All right, Amy, do you want to start it off? Well, yes, I will. <laughs> My name is Amy Castle. Uh, you may know me from various acting roles or potentially the Cubby Cake song or maybe from my little <laughs> YouTube channel called What's Amy Eating? Where I do restaurant reviews, recipes, and product reviews. And uh, I love doing all that, but I wanted to discover some other things. So I actually have been entering into the world of CBD and cannabis, which is where I ended up meeting the lovely Nina Diaz. I love it. That was such a great intro. Mine's going to be shit. <laughs> so setting everyone up for failure. No, no. <laughs> no. But my name is Nina, um, and I've been a part of the cannabis community for the past like year and a half-ish, and basically the reason that really like inspired me to start this was the fact that I couldn't find anything like it. I, you know, genuinely like it's still very much a sensitive um, topic, so you don't see a lot of people diving deep into it, but I have been in cannabis marketing for the last year, and I've really just enjoyed being a part of that community and just being able to meet people like you. And so it's just, it's been something that I've wanted to do for a while, so when I met Amy, it was just perfect timing. I feel like I, I really needed and wanted to have like a duo type of thing and I think our personalities kind of like in the it, it, it meshed so well yeah because I mean I have been listening to podcasts for a while um and I think what really gets me to listen is being able to relate to the people hosting but also just the topics that they talk about mm-hmm. and I think cannabis is something that a lot of people still don't really know a lot about or maybe it's are the whole new wild west. Like unsure maybe to be able to share their experiences. Oh, totally. Well, because I didn't come to it until kind of recently. I mean, I definitely like it partaken, partook, partaken, smoked, yeah. inhaled, yeah. done the thing yeah. in the past. <laughs> Participated. Um, but it took some participation. But I, uh, it was always either when I was in a relationship with a particular boyfriend or it was... Never that I felt pressured to do it, but it was never my own idea to. It was like, oh, it's going to be here. Do you want to partake? And I would say, okay, sure. Yeah, maybe not even knowing what you're smoking. And I we didn't. Wouldn't even think about back then. And for at That's least crazy. 10 years, the way I thought Same getting here. high, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, I yeah. feel tired. I totally. feel antisocial. I don't feel like I can even speak. I felt stupid. And so as much as I wanted to be a part of it for a long time, I actually felt excluded because I was like, what's wrong with me that I'm like that weird person that doesn't like the thing that I'm supposed to like? Man, that's such a trip. My <laughs> 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 moment. Yes, yes. But it's just like, it is crazy. Like the stigma, I think, is like the biggest thing. Like I feel like professionally, like I'm still dealing with or maybe dealing with less than I did a year ago but I definitely got like frown looks when I was doing it for a living from like people who are close to me that's so interesting and we've never talked about that before no and this is like people in LA like people I admire and it's not their fault it's like more more just like they didn't know and it's like people tend to be afraid of what they don't know it's because the actual history of cannabis has been covered and changed and so many different things for so long and and always had like a pretty like a negative connotation to the entire topic so that was that was really like it and I honestly kind of like kept it on the DL like being in the industry for so long yeah right after my passion started aligning with the industry and I was able to be creative I was no longer ashamed I was like no like this is genuinely yeah. bringing in legal revenue because sure. we are in LA we're in California um, oh and that's something I wanted to say too so I came to it and I started to get into it right as it was becoming legalized my first 
uh, endeavor into it, I got a medical card. Okay. And I've spoken openly on my channel about that I was experiencing depression. And so my first real turn to it was from a medical standpoint. Wow. I said, and okay. did you research it? Or did it kind of like, did somebody recommend it to you that you I should mean, get a med card? I Wait, how long ago was this? This was in December of 2017. Okay, cool. That's so kind, it was yeah, right yeah. That before. Was, yeah, literally like 18 January was when it was recreational. Right. right. So, oh wow. So it was right before. Yeah. And I mean like. We're planting the seed. I was planting the seed. Yeah. But I grew up in a family where like my dad has smoked for years and he, you know, grew raised me telling me the actual history and truth of cannabis wow, I'm jealous. <laughs> so I but That's even awesome. then I was like okay well I even though my dad did it I was like okay I know it's like something I'm not supposed to do and like you know I was told that it like doesn't make you as productive and all this stuff but so growing up I knew the truth about it but I just chose not to do it and then it wasn't until I had my own experience with depression and anxiety and I said wow. okay I want to figure out some sort of a natural way that I can combat this and then I got my card and that was the moment where it was no longer me just trying to do something to fit in I all of a sudden had this door open to me of oh I can explore this entire world and there's more than just feeling up and feeling that's down. so cool also because you discovered it on your own without peer pressure because then it's like you really did want to like get better and you just like found something that helped you. Yeah, and I wanted to research it on my own and do it for me and not for anybody else. That's so cool. So how did you like initially start that? Did you like get recommendations from products? Like, I mean, this was like, now we see more products coming out and it being more streamlined, but I feel like two years ago. No, it was, I was coming in just crazy. as the packaging was a requirement yeah. and they were changing Because the they labels. were still weighing. Yeah. Two years ago, they were still weighing at the shop. It wasn't required to have anything childproof nothing and to be honest i think that the packaging is also a big reason of what drew me oh, into completely. it because i always love a good package and i love a good product and so the thing that i had been doing for the past eight plus years on my youtube channel of going to the natural product expo That's finding right. these different companies and you're just like i might as well seeing these products so i always love products and then once cannabis became legal and everything starts being packaged I'm seeing it, it's a whole not just this, this taboo thing, but oh, it's this, you know, medicinal and recreational benefit and it looks cool and there's stories behind it. And so then that just like totally sucked me in and I wanted to learn everything I could. And then we met through the industry and I would be buying things I know. through and I would that just... Was Take recommendations yeah. and just try no, you, stuff. I love how open you are and were to like trying just anything that interested you. Because a lot of people are so just, you know, habitual and they'll stick to the same thing or like go with the same thing even though they might not want to explore. But I think that you're an advantage now because you've tried so many different things. You really know what works for you and... Like, you're ahead of so many other people. It's, it's true. Well, yeah. thank you. And you as well, because, you know, you have the advantage of being at the forefront of this emerging industry, and you actually chose to make that your profession early on. Like, we've talked about this, of just being at, like, the right place at the right time oh, totally. in history. And it was accidental, too. I was yeah. literally, like... And how did that come to be? That came out... I was coming going through, like, a really rough patch through my career, but I knew I wanted to do some sort of, like, digital marketing. Because at the time, this was about three years ago when Instagram was, like... Instagram models were not a thing, by the way. And this is just, like, 20 Yes, kids, there was a time. Yeah, right. And, but I knew at the time that it, it might be a platform that would blow up. And I started seeing, you know, more YouTubers, like, do ads and sponsorships. And I was like, I really want to be good at digital marketing. Because, like, what if I want to start my own business one day? I just really wanted to learn more about it. But, like, me being a part of the cannabis industry was totally accidental. Because it was essentially, like... A referral it was like a former employer who I had worked with just hit me up and I had like quit a job that I left I was miserable in basically like making minimum wage and I was just questioning everything but yeah the right place right time situation is so on point because like even when I started I was like no I want to do marketing for like entertainment or I'm um, like anything but cannabis I was literally right. at 
work looking for jobs sorry to break the news <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> yeah sorry not sorry but like genuinely not thinking about the fact that I have this platform and that I was like already in a great place and then eventually like it was just like the connections and the people I met that I was just really inspired and I was like wow like I felt like marketing really lined up with this career and of course like I've recreationally smoked for so long and then I'm like I can't believe I can make a career out of this and that's so cool like I it is relate to that yeah complete like when you get to do what you really want to do it like it sounds cliche but like I feel like for the first time like it doesn't feel like work and that's how it should be and that's fun and that's the whole purpose of like I feel like us even starting this yeah it's like we're literally hanging out in my guest room (laughs) we are sitting atop a very comfortable day bed yeah it has no furniture because I haven't furnished with beautiful (laughs) pillows we've got yellow with floral accents we've got a a darker gray some like white patterns we've got a nice little bed and breakfast tray that we the microphone do. is perched atop. Oh yeah, very important. But eventually, this could be like a podcast setup. But you know, it was just like I had so much fun, and you know, going back to like the main topic of the conversation is like we bonded over going to the Northern Lights Music Festival. So that was an experience. Holy what it was, was, if was you it? are not familiar, boy, with it, was it the Northern. <laughs> Nights Music Festival. This was the seventh year that they've had it, and it was located up in Piercy. I think it's how Piercy, you say it. Yeah. Piercy. Piercy. Yeah, like and three hours north of SF. Or, this yeah. campground, and this one was going to be a little bit special because it was going to be the first music festival where cannabis was sold and consumed on site, uh, which I found from a just a factoid standpoint because I love my facts I was like that's kind of cool that is very cool let's see how this goes down and so there's music and lights and all this stuff and I got invited to this uh from a friend and got the opportunity to have a plus one and the only person that Uh, flashed in my mind as soon Uh, as she said it I was like Nina oh my is going to get so much benefit out of this. So fun. And I, I was also believe- like, I just want to get to know you better oh as a person. I, I can't believe that happened. Because I felt like we really were, we were like friends professionally. Yes. We never really hung out like other than at like the coffee shop. Yes. Or, or that like one time we Thai went to feet. Reno's. Yes. Oh, we did right yeah. before you went to Japan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was so fun. Um, but, but then yeah. there was a period of time where we just yeah, hadn't seen each other. We like exactly, and it had been like so long that I felt like professionally we connected, and that worked great. And I had like left that job, and I was just like looking. I was definitely looking for like a break. So I felt like when you messaged me, I was like, yes, like a hundred percent. It know, lined that, up. Oh my gosh, it was perfect, and. I mean, the whole trip, I felt like it was a ten and a half hour drive. Oh, yeah, that's the By thing. By the way. That's the thing. You don't just My drive God. like an hour. No, no, no. This is Like, you must really want to get north. to know that person. I felt like it went so fast. It did. We lucked out on that. And yeah, I kind of had a feeling going into it, too. Oh I was like, God, I did I not. Not I that I assumed, but I was worried because I, the longest trip that I'd done in a while had been like maybe like to Vegas yeah (laughs) so I was like oh my god I hope I don't bore her nope that was yeah it was so fun and then like we got there and we like had to figure out our camp camping situation because we were staying with camp can we talk about shout out yes So we stayed oh, in this little camping area. First of all, I've never been that far up north. Like the farthest right. I'd ever been up was San Francisco. Exactly. So yeah. then to be like three hours north, north of that, I'm like. In a day too. Like we, yes. we took like bathroom breaks. It's like we were very on it. Yeah. So. We were going pretty fast getting up there. And uh, once we got up there, we had to figure out where were we going to be staying and uh, the tenting situation at first, we were a little confused as to where it was going to be. It was a bit smaller than we had anticipated it was going <laughs> we're to be. Such, like spoiled, kids. but we were so but it was appreciative. Fun. We were honestly like after like the first day, I was like chilling. But just <laughs> listeners, was... imagine this: yes. you get to a place where there's like 
cool glamping tents yeah. and you're walking past all of them you're like oh my gosh this is so cool we're yeah. gonna get to stay yeah. in the glamping tents yes and then they say oh here's your tent <laughs> and it's the tiny tents That's behind the, the glamping, glamping tents yes. But then once the initial Chill. shock wore off, we were appreciative <laughs> that we had a place to stay. We were. And honestly, like, there was so much to do that I felt like that was already, like, enough of a distraction away from all the pain. Because <laughs> we didn't actually end up spending that much time in the no, tent. No, we literally just went there to change. Except for when we would sleep for very long periods of time. <laughs> Can we talk about this? Like, okay. Take it away. Yeah, like a lot of people, I felt like even when you got there, would ask like, oh, who are you so excited to see? You know, because it is like an electronic like music festival essentially mixed with like the cannabis yes. part to it. Um, and everybody's excited to see this person or band. I still don't know who Big Wild is. I don't either. I just know everyone loves them. I feel them. like I'm going to get a lot of hate because I don't now know. I... Or I Zoo. Zoo. I yeah, Zoo, Zoo I was going to be there. But I don't know who Burner was. I don't know these other artists. I genuinely went for like the experience and to hang out with yes. you. So. And I just knew people were very, very passionate about their yeah. musical artists. And we knew there were going to be other activities. So it's yes. not like this was like EDC where like you're focusing on or Coachella, you're literally going for the music. This was more like a retreat in a way. It did feel like a retreat yeah. because there were different areas. So to give you guys an overview, there were, I don't even know how many stages, maybe like five stages. Yeah, I think so. There was a river area where there was a river stage. There was a main stage. There was a... Uh, Grove stage. Yeah. So there's all these different areas, and it honestly a bunker took us stage until, like, that we never went day. to. <laughs> yeah, bunker stage, Apparently, and it was like the third yeah. day when we finally, like, kind of got the most. Yeah, overhead. it was huge, and it was like literally in the middle of the redwoods. So to picture that, it was already kind of like picturesque. And but the whole, gorgeous. I felt like there were so many other activities that you didn't need to be into the, those types of artists to like enjoy the experience. For, like, yeah. anybody wanting to go, you don't have to, like, love electronic music. You could just love... Because we did the most stuff yeah. during the day. We did. We uh, fell asleep at 9.30. The thing, oh, too. You know the first night was, like, 11. Ten, 11, that's yeah. true. First night was 11. Oh, jeez. Did we hit, we hit midnight on one of the nights? Did I we not? Know. No, we did not. Oh, shit. I'm not sure. I don't know if we passed oh. midnight on any of the nights. Okay. But we well, woke up so refreshed. We did, and we were ready to, like, enjoy the activities. We were activity people. Yeah, I mean, they had stoned yoga, where literally you're just doing yoga outdoors in nature, and they're passing you, like, CBD and non-CBD joints. Like, it's just so much fun, and you get to connect and truly, truly, like, disconnect. Because we ha actually had no reception. There was no self-service. There Apparently was one some spot. people did have self-service. Outside the tent. I was able to make a phone call. But Sprint <laughs> was of no. no help to me. None. In fact, I think we were driving out about 10 minutes until we did get signal. It yeah. was like we were literally, like, I mean... It was a true dead zone. It was truly, like, unplugging from everything. And I felt like that was, that was like, such a cool part. Because we don't do that. Even if you no. say you will, you're going to look at your phone. And then it made it feel even more like this just otherworldly experience. Oh, my god! To not have social media and then to be around all these strangers. And then yeah. to be... I'd never been... Higher on oh that God. many people. I know. And like different also, people. it was hot. It, it was, was very hot. hot. It was like, very it hot. It was very, very hot. Uh, luckily, there were a good amount of places shade. where there was shade. There was a lot of shade. But yeah. there was no shade down by the river, so we didn't spend a whole lot of time down there. We didn't. No. I mean, like, I felt, yeah, I felt like we were there for like an hour yeah. where we did dance and have a good time, but... I mean, the the sun is strong. There was a, I remember there was a guy on the dance floor at the river stage with a giant wooden spoon and fork. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember looking across oh at him God. and going to him and saying, this guy is holding a spoon. I have to go you, over there. You told me that. You were like, I have to go talk to the guy with, <laughs> with the, the spoon. spoon. And I was like, just, you know, in my own world, just kind of like, you go, I support you. I'm going to be the best wing woman 
I support all your and all it your genuinely decisions. wasn't even because I wanted to go talk to him. Oh my god. I just was like, you're cool because you have a wooden spoon. And we just danced together. I was with the guy with the wooden spoon. I love that. And he let me dance with a spoon. And it's like how many of you guys would ever find yourself out dancing, wanting to dance with like a complete stranger? I feel like a lot of the times we feel maybe protected, you know, yeah. maybe it's like the culture that you're not in like a friendly zone. But I felt like we didn't feel that. No. We did not feel any sort of like threat or unsafetyness. Like everything was so just relaxing and people were nice. I think it's a few things. I think part of it is there is that kind of more safe feeling when you are in at a festival or you're at yeah. this like like-minded group of people. Exactly. Even if you don't know it's them. It's a community. Yeah, yeah. You, for that brief period in time you come together and you're one and the same experiencing the same thing. And so that paired with being high or trying these different whether it was flour or vape and we can go into the different things that we got and tried um but it was just something that immediately uh is one and the same with whoever you're around it's like okay so i already know that you like getting you know experiencing cannabis or you like trying this we already have something in common we have something in common yeah you've already broken the ultimate icebreaker it's like yeah i feel like i can't trust you if i can't smoke with you (laughs) because you learn yeah so much about a person when you You do do. and i think they you really do become very introspective and i think you know if you're of age i like almost dare you to like microdose because i would never encourage somebody to like put themselves in like a situation where they're uncomfortable trying something but i think like with cannabis it's it's all about the dose and i think that's gonna be like another thing we'll dive deep into our experiences dosing sure i mean i've definitely had terrible experiences with cannabis but i'm not like i'm no longer in that mind where i'm like afraid because i know how it works it's like now you're understanding the education of it and i didn't know any of that either i didn't know you know 10 milligrams i didn't know how much it's like you know just in in doses or could affect you yeah Yeah, it's it's very much like a it's very much like alcohol if you think about it it's just you just got to know your limit and don't ruin it for everybody else. This is true. <laughs> and res- be responsible, yeah. be responsible of you. age. PSA. <laughs> this is an important yeah. thing. Very important. Because I think if we want this to continue to be legal, and the hope obviously is that it will become federally legal, then you want to go and do it legally and support people that are doing it legally. And I know for me personally, that's why I'm looking forward to getting to know more of the companies that are out there and doing it the right way. And because I think that's just going to perpetuate it becoming bigger and bigger and yeah. and reducing the stigma more and more and Completely. spreading the education of it. And we met so many cool companies when we were up there. So I wish there were more. So that's something yeah. that we were both surprised. Um, you counted. There I think were it was like, like less nine. than ten. I think it was nine. Like nine different. Yeah. And by, by like that booths. we mean like booths with growers yeah. that were selling. Yes. Because there was at the festival there was this area called the Tree Lounge and you had to be over twenty one mm-hmm. to enter there. One thing I forgot at the time was that. Like, to enter the festival, you could be 18. I don't get that, because you could literally People smoke anywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I don't get, is things like this. So rules yeah. like that could also affect the way cannabis is run, because you're not actually, you're half-assing it. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially, like, if you're going to check ID in the tree lounge, but allow anyone to smoke anywhere on the campground, yeah. like, so what... Why does it matter? You know, so it's like if you're gonna do it the right way, you should kind of make it strict or have wristbands. But they were also um, very particular about making sure that people did not go into the weed area with alcohol. That's very true. I like that they were on it. Yeah. When it came to alcohol, because it's like still very strict. And I feel like in the future, that's what's gonna be with cannabis. It's yeah. just gonna be, they're gonna have to be strict because it is. Controlled substance. Yeah, exactly, you can't. Yeah. It is treated as a drug, and it should be. Um, and the regulations follow. So definitely be responsible. Yeah, yeah. But while you are being responsible, educate yourself on the different benefits of 
partaking in cannabis yeah, or, or CBD. Or whichever strain you prefer. Like, do some research. See what really, like, uplifts you or elevates you or doesn't. Maybe relaxes you and that's what you like. I think uh, there is something for everyone. Yeah, and I, like, I learned so much while being up on this trip. Like, I did not know that CBD reduces, like, if you get too high, I didn't know you could take CBD to bring you back down. Or I didn't know that CBD was good for hangovers. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely to learn those little... Yeah, everybody just thinks it's, like, for anxiety or epilepsy, as though it's true, like, high dosage do help with, like, you know, folks who are diagnosed with epilepsy... But at the same time, there's so many other like minor cases where cannabis benefits. But it's just, I think that's our responsibility now to kind of let you guys know that, you know, this is, this is the new norm and there are great benefits. And I feel like whoever I've smoked with in the last however many years, like five, I've always met, had like a really good relationship with that person versus like same. I'm not saying you won't meet your best friend at a bar or whatever, but I think like the cannabis community very much is a community and I love how inclusive they are. And I love hearing about that from you because while yeah. I'm not currently working in the industry, I'm like industry adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> and I like learning about the totally, industry and totally. hearing from you that they are very inclusive. They are. And there's so many opportunities. Talk about job creation. Uh, I, think, I think I read that there were maybe over like 4 million jobs created through cannabis in the last like three years. And apparently, we read this together, like the most female executives. Yes. Uh, in, compared to any other, any industry, other industry is like leading in the cannabis industry. So if that doesn't motivate and inspire you, which is very cool. And very through cool. this, I'm looking forward to researching and learning more about uh, female-led cannabis companies and other women in the industry. And we met some while we were up there. Um, I remember one time, it, it felt like at a point that all the different booths when we would go and try some of their product, mm-hmm. that it was like we were in different living rooms we getting were. high with different people. Oh, it was so much So there like was one that. point when we were at the chemistry booth and it was all women. That was just such a moment that I feel like we were so present that I didn't even realize we were having a moment. And that is the only that time so that cool. I've ever smoked with all women. I can't say this. I've definitely smoked with more like, okay. women, like, I guess, working in the industry. But yeah. it was just such a cool thing because we none of none of us knew each other other no. than you and I. Yeah. And we all just, in that hour, we became so close that we, I, like, didn't want to leave. No, I didn't either. I'm like, oh, cool. We're a part of this yeah, group now. Great. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and it was shout out to the brand Chemistry on Instagram. Um, it was founded by Paul, I don't know his last name, but a PhD um, really cool PhD guy, and it was two. It was two friends, was two, right? right? I'm actually two friends. Literally gonna look it up on. And I know on one Instagram. of them had a PhD, and the other one was really good with marketing and all of the design. So it's called Tri Chemistry at Tri Chemistry on Instagram. Yeah, it it the CEO or one of the founders is Paul Rately. It's pronounced Rately, though it looks like Rothley. But, oh, it's yes. not, but it explains in the caption, oh, which is pretty cute. I like that. <laughs> but it's like, even their marketing, if you guys go on their news feed, it's very just lifestyle and very like friendly and kid-friendly. Like you're almost just looking at like a wellness product. And I think Because they do sell just CBDs in addition do. to THC. Yeah. Did we get to try any there or no? I think I had a CBD tincture. That okay. was like a love something. Oh, you did. Something. They That's were passing right. around. Yeah, yeah. And I had some How of was that? that? It was good. Okay, it was nice. Nice. The whole time I was like, ooh, I can take this. Oh, and, and then we totally like tried out the Puffco with them. Yeah. That dabbing session. Oh, man. I felt like that was just so cool. <laughs> I'd never heard of a Puffco peak before. I had I heard about it like three days before. Like so $400. Yeah, it's really, it's a cool dab vaporizer. So you know, for concentrate and essentially the the booth had one for us to try. Yeah. They're, they're concentrate, right? I don't even remember what I tried, but we tried was, many different we things. We tried a lot responsibly tried we many did. different yes. things. And of course like we didn't have to drive, we had a camp. Yeah. So we it was just mostly yeah, we were very responsible and 
yeah, really shout out to the branding and just the marketing and even the way they like encountered, you know, the way they like, I don't know, presented themselves was very friendly and I like that. Yeah, it was nice to get to see it was warm. the faces behind the companies. And that's something that I love from going to the Natural Product Expo too. It's like when you're in a dispensary or if you're in the grocery store and you see these different brands, and especially like as people go to dispensaries more and more, you're going to start to become more and more familiar with totally. seeing the packaging of those brands. And you should be picky yeah. while you're at it. Then to get to see who's behind that and see like what their value values are and how they grow their, their product and... It's just nice to have more information on where you're spending your money. And I've always thought of, you know, I'm voting with my dollars. So I want to vote towards companies that I want to see more of in the world. I love that. That was very beautifully Thanks. I'm voting with my money. Oh my God, you should patent that. I'm voting with my money. Nobody steal this. (laughs) Well, no. (laughs) It's true though. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's very true. I like how like attentive and picky you are that like, from like a business point of view, it's like that that's who you're catering to. Yeah. And I like that. And I like the brands that, like you said, really put effort into their branding and the way they present themselves and aren't trying to break all the rules. But still, you know, they're they're killing it. And yeah. and it's really cool to see like women run run companies for sure. Key Coco is one of them. They're the tea company, right? Yeah. They do the cannabis tea. They're women owned and women oh, run. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah, which is super cool. All, I mean, naturally, I'm sure they don't discriminate. So yeah. if you are, you know, however you distinguish yourself, they will welcome you sure. with open arms. But it's but they're female female and female owned. Yep. Yeah. Basically female dominated. And I was talking to their accounts manager like a couple weeks ago and I mean, she's been there for like a few months, but she, I felt like she was very honest about her experience. And yeah. she she mentioned how they offer benefits and paid time off and really how she felt like the people that she worked with came from so many different industries. Mm. But these are all women maybe in their like late, maybe late 40s to early 50s. They've already had like a career. Right. But somehow cannabis brought them back together. And now they're all like working for Kikoko. Like, I was like, that is so cool. Like, you're all so different. Like, well, that just shows too. It's like, those are women that have already had careers. They've made their money. They probably don't need to be doing this. They don't. It's literally a hobby that they feel passionate about. But let me tell you, that hobby (laughs) helped me so much. I was not feeling very well this past weekend. That's Had a little bit of digestion issues. (laughs) And I went into my cupboard and I remember that I got some of their tea. I love that. And I had a chamomile one. And I brewed that. And it was so soothing on my stomach. I'm so, like, happy to hear that. I loved it. Yeah. And it, I was, I recall, it was only, like, I think five milligrams of THC and, like, yeah, three milligrams so many of different CBD. Kinds. It's a pretty low dose, yeah. but it really just did the trick. I felt I love a lot that. better. That's amazing. They do have, yeah, they have different, like, terpenes in their teas. I know they've got really cute names. One is, like, Positivity. Cute. One is Sensuality. <laughs> and then I think there's Tranquility and... Um, I think there's one other one that I just don't remember. There but is there, one other one. Yeah. I think I bought all of them at one point yeah. and like cleaned out the sp- uh, so stock. Great. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, I felt like maybe this, is this the festival that decided whether we were going to do the podcast? I felt like on our way back is what we decided on. It was right? on the way back. We yeah. were driving. We were probably somewhere passing through the grapevine uh, and we so were, fun. you told me about a podcast that you Guys, love. we fucked. Yes. Shout out to Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher. Like, I'm so inspired by what they've been doing such a cool, like, anti-slut-shaming podcast. And I'd never heard of it before because I must have been living under a rock, <laughs> a big old podcast yeah. rock. But she promptly played me a couple episodes, yeah. and I immediately was like, oh, these are some pretty awesome ladies. Yes, they are. And they're also, they also partake, and they're very open about it. You guys should definitely check them out. They're I think they're on Luminary now. Um, they have a few episodes on iTunes, but... Yeah, super inspired by what they're doing. They're actual like stand-up comedians though, so I am not a stand-up comedian, but as far as like the way they run their business, they they very much stay true to themselves and I love that. They're not letting fame or recognition really like 
buy them out in any way mm-hmm. and they've been very vocal about that well that's really apparent from listening to them too because yeah. I had nothing I was like I don't know who these people are but I started listening and you could tell they're very much themselves yes. and they have a really good rapport together and separately and uh, just everything that they were saying was very relatable totally like that and then as we were driving we were thinking like oh we have this common ground and this festival brought us together and cannabis brought us together and like oh my gosh it was just so amazing like so if anybody amazing. listening it's like you have some experience and it's so cool and you just kind of like tell the world we're like yeah. let's tell the world let's do a podcast let's do it <laughs> and we though we still don't have a name maybe we will by the end of this episode maybe you can submit Oh, that, suggestions. that's a really cool name idea. Name our podcast. Yes, name our podcast. That could literally, let's let's get that trending on Twitter. Hashtag name, <laughs> name our, our podcast. podcast. <laughs> um, that would be really cool. Yeah, I would I would be so open to that because I'm, I've hit a wall. I don't know about you. A naming wall? Yeah. See, I like, We have the content, we just don't have I, the name. I know that when the time is yes, right, that name's going to just pop out of thin air. I'm excited. Maybe the name is... Uh, no running water at Northern Nights for two days. Oh, I, I'm actually okay with <laughs> Segway that. Segway two. Yeah. Nina didn't have access to clean water for two days. Yeah, we're, we're really or running water. We're, oh, we're gonna talk about this. Okay, so for people who don't really know me on a personal level, which is like the entire world, um, take note. <laughs> yeah, I had never ever gone camping to this day. Like, I don't even consider what we went on like a real camping trip because nah. we still had access to things that you wouldn't in the middle of the woods um and basically yeah I tried to prepare as best as I could but I wasn't prepared for like the uncertainty of potentially not having the cleanest bathrooms yes like I had gone to a porta potty about five years ago and I kid you not it's been that long since I had actually stepped into one and the last one I went to was just trauma, just just traumatizing. She did not want to go back to that memory in her no, life. No, so and she steered clear. Oh of my that. gosh, I was like, I gotta suck it up. This is gonna be my weekend. But you know, day one happened, which was fine. Like we we had our sleeping arrangement figured out, and then came day two, where we had gone, or I had gone. Now at this point, like thirty six hours without. Like, literally, like, being able to clean myself. The this, warm running water. Or this, running water in no. general. Okay, this might be TMI, but, like, I was legit, like, itching down there. <laughs> and it's, like, you know, at that point, I feel, like, unsanitary. And maybe I should have used some of the wipes that you had. But you I know, think I was just... pH balance is very uh, important. Man, I, I think I was just... I'm going to call myself out and say I was a spoiled brat. Like, essentially, that's what I was. I was just, like... I'm going to find a shower, and I, basically, we Nina met up. was on a I, mission. I was a hot mess. When she found oh out God. that the showers were broken, the look of sheer terror on her face. It was like, if you, it, it's like finding a loved one passing away. Maybe not as dramatic, but it was just For awful. someone that loves to shower. And I didn't expect, honestly, at that point, I was not expecting, like, a hot shower. I just wanted to, like, A shower. Rip, a shower, like, rinse yeah. myself. So I was like... I'm going to walk, like, two miles to the breakfast, you know, the bed and breakfast that, like, we basically got our tickets from, which I think was called One Log. It was One and Log. And I don't even know if it was, like, a real bed and breakfast or, like, one of those camping bed and breakfasts. We're posing as a bed and breakfast. Yeah. Who, We're not I don't, really I don't one. even know. But I basically told you that I was like, I need, like, a couple hours to figure this out. And I said, you do you. Yes. Amy you was do amazing. It. Shout out to Amy for dealing with my... <laughs> Like, brattiness, because holy shit. Well, I didn't see it as brattiness. I saw it as, okay, she a is meltdown. very... Well, I just knew. I was like, because I, I didn't... I knew you, but not, like, super well at that point. Oh, man. So I it said, was okay, this is clearly very important to her. It was so It's important. not very important to... Like, yeah. it, it is. Cleanliness but you were is. fine. But I was like, and I I'm can jealous. deal. <laughs> but I was like, this is clearly very important to her. So, so you know so what? I you. support that. <laughs> And support you did. it, you go do your thing. So basically, I had already, I was like, okay, I can either walk the two miles to like that bed and breakfast, or I can really just like cry to my boyfriend for an hour. <laughs> and I found the one spot that I had reception in. I called him and I was just crying and I was just like a mess. I'm like, you know, this is not going to work. And he's telling me this is not normal. And I'm like, you're not helping. Um, and so basically, after like, you know, whining about it for about 15, 20 minutes, he, he was just, legitimately like 
just ask someone. There has to be more than one shower. And I think we had known there was another shower around, somewhere around. You know, the... the I don't know. But the either rumors way... of a shower. Right. And I let the where. universe take its course. And I just legit just went looking for a fucking shower. And to my, like, knowledge, I came across one... But it was not like a traditional shower. But at that point, oh my god, Amy, you have no idea how happy. The heavens opened up. I did not care as long as there was running water. That was like the biggest fear because they had told us that the water had shut down or something. It was horrible. Like this was not just like a shower issue. They had informed us that the water pipe or whatever in that section of the campground was not in service. And they, they didn't know how long. It was going to not yeah. be fixed for. So the uncertainty, I was like, I, that that was like my turning point. I was like, I need to figure this out. And yeah, it was essentially like just, you know, a 70-year-old dude in a Speedo foaming me. To, do, do break that down a little bit so people listening can understand what yeah. foaming means. So foaming is essentially like there's this like cubicle thing that you like step into and... Outside, right? Outside. It's kind of hard to describe. It's like almost like a storage. <laughs> storage bin? Storage, giant storage thing that you step into that's like got ventilation, obviously. Um, and there's just a man standing there with the hose, one with water and one with like bath foam. And it's just. And just shoots out And just bath shoots foam? bath foam just at you for about like a minute. And then you just spin until you just. Literally. See, I never got to experience this foam shape. It was just of. so bizarre. And legitimately, the reason I picked it was because there was a line for the actual showers. And I was like, nope, I just need to like take care of this. And, you know, it was like, I felt like in that moment, I was so grateful to have access to water that I didn't realize that I had just put on the underwear that I was wearing before. <laughs> Like, I took it off. It didn't to matter like, at that It point. didn't matter, and that sounds kind of gross, but at the same time, it's not, because, like, I was just looking to, like, for that one thing, and I got it, and, you know, it's, I feel like it's all about your attitude, too, because it's, like, you need to kind of, like, convince yourself that it's, this is just not going to change, mm-hmm. and even, like, on my mission to looking for a shower, I did think about the possibility of just, like, being able to like shower myself with the water like you said like with literal water bottles yeah and desperate times desperate times and it's like these are the things that like nobody can prepare you for but it's ultimately like how you decide to like react to it which obviously like (laughs) um there was a character arc there was very much a character arc and i thought you had this moment afterwards but even before like you would kind of start to settle into it for a little while no no i was just was that just for me it was just for you (laughs) and i even debated like wanting to text you and i'm like of course i can't yep to be like hey i'm sorry for like being crazy But then, like, after I had found the foam bath shower situation, I was, like, a new woman. I was reborn, let me tell you. Yeah, you came in with, like, bouncing hair. Oh, my God. And genuinely, that foam, like, had magical conditioner. Like, it, it, like, actually made my hair soft. And I I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it didn't. We need to know who was supplying the foam. Right. But it was How do we get it? It was, like, overcoming that. I think I, I, like, felt so just, like, not... Not necessarily proud, but I was like, wow, like I did it. I, I felt like I could do anything. Yeah. Like, it, it was just tough. I had never gone camping. I never knew. I was never raised in a family where camping was like a thing. So yeah. it was just like. And me either. The only, yeah, the only right. leg up I had on you was just working uh, at Coachella But still, this you handled year. it way better. <laughs> but I never camped before yeah, either. Yeah, no, so was, I'm like, all right, it's going to be a whole new experience. Whole new experience. But I genuinely think like the people, you and of course like the people we met, made it all better. Like I didn't care about not pooping for three days straight. <laughs> yup, that happened. And then just... I mean, yeah, not having access to what you usually have in your daily life really, like, I mean, I believe in Survivor now. Like oh, that, that, yeah. that is, like, I feel like I would be the first to die. Um, but at the same time, it's like, 
even if you could think you can prepare for that, you can't. No. Your mental state will never prepare for it. You learn a lot about yourself when you put yourself oh, in those uncertain so situations. Much. Oh my gosh. Of so how much. you approach the things and how you think of them and what you do in a... I mean, it was, it was a small crisis of not having running water. Yeah. That's no, something that we always, you know, for the majority of the people listening, you probably have it. access to running water. You don't water. even think about it. No. And then when you don't, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wait, this major thing that's a part of my life that I just totally take for granted all the time. Yeah. And it's like as simple as like being able to wash your hands, I felt mm-hmm. like, was so difficult because it's like you're obviously... You don't have, I mean, this is in the middle of the Redwoods. They're not going to have a Holiday Inn or no. a Hampton. But that Mojito Mint Hand Sanitizer that I had from Oh, Netflix, it was amazing. It, it, that it only did, do so much, but it did no, help. it did help so much. Oh my gosh. I'm so thankful that you had like your emergency. <laughs> Can we talk my about your provided mom? provided me. Shout like, out thank to you, Mama, like, Castle. Mama Castle. You packed me macadamia nuts, which I actually think I did bring in here somewhere. Macadamia nuts. Amazing. Uh, disinfectant Didn't light. Survival kit, or something. she built me a survival, survival kit. kit. Yeah, amazing. Because that's what happens when you're an only child. Uh, I envy that now. <laughs> Your mother just takes time you with to uh, put things together. Love which that. was very sweet. But no, she put together the disinfectant wipes, and macadamia nuts, uh, granola, any sunblock, a case of water, which so, did come in handy. Case of water, and then like you had like so many different like scents. And like a set, like sprays and like I like have a lot of sprays. Mists, I would say those are great. I like the mists. The mists came in so handy. Oh, the rose water. The rose water mist. Trader Joe's rose water spray. I gotta get me that. It's real good. Non spawn. It's <laughs> like, but you, would you yeah, like to yeah, spawn? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please do. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's Amy Castle. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that. Oh my gosh! Like so many. I felt like. It was that. It was essentially the people around us and, like, the resources we did have access to. And you just, like, learn to deal with it. And if you're not somebody who, like, is out of their comfort zone often, I highly recommend... Like, now I'm, like, more inclined to go to a festival like that because I want to see how I'll react next time. Like, if it's, like, more people, like, you know, I really want to, like, push myself because it's, like, it was not something I was prepared for. I was only prepared... For the experience of like, oh, just like, you know, smoking and like hanging out with you. Sure, yeah. And like the activities, but I didn't know like the, the obstacles. Yeah. Holy crap. It it was such a turn of events though, but. That it was. But I mean, you know, I think like being with the people we were with, with Cookies and crew, they really took care of us. Yeah, we had a good group. We had a great time. Everybody there was super helpful. It was amazing. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just great that they welcomed us in and we got to hang out with them and we got to meet a bunch of people through it and we got to sit with them while I'm pretty sure we weren't supposed to be sitting with them. (laughs) And the massages. Oh my gosh. Shout out to At Traveling Hands. Yes. They were amazing. Um, they're LA based, like cannabis infused, like massage therapy and girl... And they have them in San Diego and LA. They have them in LA. San Diego and LA and Orange County. There you go. And they're at Traveling Hands Company on Instagram and they are just killing it. You have been especially on it with providing all of the information of social links. <laughs> well, you know, I Thank feel you, like, mar- marketing extraordinaire. You know, I like try to give recognition to the people that I like admire because I feel like it's very much a domino effect. Like, if if you succeed, like, I'm pretty sure I will. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's just really cool. And I think, like, they were just really sweet. And they were there, I'm sure, paid a flat rate. And they basically did massages based on donations, right? I think so. And it was like, yeah. I and think, tips. Yeah. And-, and, you know, it's like you think, oh, yeah, they probably got paid for the day. But it's like, it's hot. And they're doing it, you know, one person after the next. And it's like... It's a service, oh, and yeah. they killed it, and they were amazing. They were so nice. They were so sweet. Shout out to Eve. She gave me like three yeah, massages. Cynthia. Oh my gosh, yes. They, they were, were so nice. They were so sweet, and it was just, it was such a cool experience. I'd never had, I don't know about you, but I've never had a cannabis-infused massage Oh, before. I hadn't either, no. I mean, I'd done self-massage on myself because I love yeah. cannabis-infused oil. Right? I use some on my face every single day. You do? Yeah. That's why you have good skin. Like, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I mean, it's like all natural products. I feel like 
they really found i don't actually even know what product they used Oh, I don't eat. I feel like it was their their own. own. It has to have been because they didn't. I think it was their own, but yeah. it was like this green kind of. I feel like it almost looked like the consistency of coconut oil. Yeah, like they just kind of scraped yeah. it out, and then it felt really good it felt on your skin. Oh my god! I, I remember I genuinely had like a neck issue. Um, when oh I was there, because you did not get a good night's no, sleep the first night I didn't. on that and, mattress. And three days prior, I had like slept weird to the point I couldn't like lift my head up. So it was just like, oh man, and that and not having access to sh- it. Now you get it. Yeah. Like, I, it was just, a, well, I think like something was testing me because I feel like it was a lot of like downhill and then suddenly everything was uphill. Yeah. It was like that. It was like five bad things happening in a row with no break. And I, I was just like, I really can't catch a break. Like, but I didn't want to be the victim because I'm, I'm at a freaking music festival. You yeah. know, it was, I didn't want to kill the mood. Um, but yeah, seriously, that was really great. I don't know how we got here, but that was a great <laughs> massage. <laughs> I was like, I'm yeah. just going to see yeah. where she goes with yeah. this. Well, she went nowhere. <laughs> As, as before. Um, but it was awesome. It was just like those different, like meeting those different types of vendors and people that, that made it And the it classes. So oh my gosh. The, the cla- yoga class was fun. That was really fun. Yoga Man, class was fun. It was long too. It was like an hour and a half. Yeah, it was. But it didn't feel like it. And I loved it. And now I like need to go back. So Why isn't stoned yoga a thing? I, I mean, like... if goat yoga is a thing, <laughs> right? Stoned yoga what, should be a thing. Do they have like actual goat yoga? Oh sessions? yeah, at um Golden Road Brewery. What in Glendale? What? They have had. I was invited to go to a goat yoga class at that one point, cool. and then I just couldn't. You know, prior commitment, wow. so the goats had to wait. But I just it... thought it was like only like a music festival thing, or like it was just not. I didn't know it was like a. It's become a thing. A reoccurring. Like that an actual so cool. thing. Which I don't understand. So what how. do they do? Do they just like roam around? Do they Apparently what, why go? That's what I wanna know. <laughs> why not kittens? Oh that would Or be. puppies. Come on. That would be even better. Puppy yoga? Like Puppy I yoga. I don't get how go I mean, no offense to goats. But goats the are goats adorable. will scale your back. Like, that was what I saw in the videos. They, like, climb on top of you. They actually massage you. They're, hey, you know? They're little... And that's not dangerous? I mean, now we're, like, going into a whole goat, like, (laughs) yoga thing, but I'm genuinely, like, uh... I'm sure it's a bucket massage. I'll do it at some point. Yeah. It would be fun. That's really interesting. Right? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, like, I'm really, like, into this goat yoga. Goat yoga. Oh, one other thing we're excited about is uh, the first ever cannabis cafe that's going to be Hell opening yeah. in September. Shout it's going to be Lowell's Cafe. Hello. Oh, man. If you it haven't tried good. Lowell's, where are you and what are you doing? They're with your that life? really cool branded company. Oh, my gosh. They have a Lowell Cafe Instagram. That's right. Yeah. And, and they're posting cafe. sneak peeks. Super cool. It's going to be a very cool lounge in West Hollywood. Opening it's going to be September. rooftop, I rooftop. think. Oh, I thought it was like a casino kind of thing where you smoked inside. I think there's going to be some sort of a rooftop situation and they're going to have like casino grade filtration for the air. Very cool. So they're definitely doing everything they can to provide the best experience for this. Come celebrate the end of prohibition of America's original cannabis cafe. Now it says opening August 2019 on their Instagram. On their Instagram it says August. On the website. On the website it says September. Well, either way, it's happening. It's going to happen very soon. And I'm very excited about what the possibilities are going to be because that's such a game changer. Oh, yeah. That's just going to open the door to more and more... That but you said there was like only four companies that yeah were given. I believe there's only four life cannabis cafe licenses that were given out in the city of Los Angeles so Lowell was one of them but I, now I I heard that you can just look that up because it's public record so now I'm just like who are the other three yeah can we get one <laughs> and no because you said it was like ten grand it's right? like close to ten grand that's to get the insane. license. So that's the other thing. It's yeah. still it's still a business where like to yeah. really make that money, it yeah. takes money to make money. Oh, one hundred percent. But there is a lot of opportunity. For yeah, it. that's really exciting. I mean, I'm I'm very 
I'm very much looking forward to seeing the different avenues. Because, I mean, we didn't even consider a cannabis cafe before. No. It was just, like, smoking, and now it's becoming... So it's like, what's what's it going to be? Is there going to be, like, a special food app for, like, people who smoke? Like, I feel like the literal possibilities. Yeah. Well, and it's just... It's going to become more and more lifestyle. Yeah. How cannabis can be integrated into your lifestyle. Yeah. And it's no longer going to be, like grungy or like the stigma that people once may have had of cannabis is like completely being flipped on its head and it's just cool that there can be so much more transparency between the company and the consumer and you know just more information out there to understand what type of strain you want and it's just really exciting to see the whole process happening i'm very excited and i'm very excited that we get to be like part of that movement mm-hmm. and now you know with with the election coming up we really get to elect a candidate that does support these views because if that's what we want our future to be this is another psa kids yeah over 18 um please go vote because, you know, I think the deadline to um, register to vote in your primaries are coming up. I believe it's October. Mm. Um, and primaries are just as important as the general election next year. So definitely do the research. Um, I'm not shy about sharing my political views. I'm feeling the burn. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like I've done my research and he talks about everything that is important to me that I think would be important to like people in my life. So I think, you know, this is no joke. And, you know, even when Donald Trump won, it it was not, it was more about the fact that people showed up. Right. So if you want cannabis to be a part of your life, you want to research the candidates who do support these acts and laws, because you can actually look up like which policies the candidates voted for in the past. Right. So if they voted against certain cannabis laws, you can you can really be informed about that. And I think that's what we get to be a part of. We yeah. really get to elect who's going to change. And to actually to do the research and vote. Because I know for me, like sometimes in the past, I have been like, we oh, have to vote. But then just like not making the time to do enough of the research on yeah. it. But I think for me, it's been that mindset of like, oh, it's important for me to do the research because my voice does actually matter. And if more and more people realize that, then we will take the time. Like for me, I've never, I've not been a super politically involved person because I haven't really felt like it's going to make as much of a difference. But the older I get and the more I research and I learn things, it's like, oh wait, no, you actually have to really educate yourself and and be proactive and and put it out there so that you can have the kind of world that you want to live in I love you're that. Not gonna get it. I love that and I feel like hopefully we can use this platform that we're starting now to really educate people about what's next and mm-hmm. what you know they should be informed about and I feel like that's gonna change everything and it's already changing everything with even the cafe for example and it's really the time is now. The time, <laughs> the is, time now. is now. It's true. Um, and we're definitely gonna go and check it out together. I'm Maybe so another pumped. episode will be us talking about it. Yes. And for anybody listening, if you have any specific questions about cannabis, yes, let us know. Yeah, and we are gonna create an Instagram page. That's just right. So, but like you know, in the meantime, you can reach out to us. It. It's Amy Castle. And at Nina, D-I-A-S-1, on Instagram. I'm not really, like, fully present on Twitter. Um, At the same time, you know, maybe I don't complain as much as, like, I think I do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But at the same time, I I am active on Twitter in a way I go through the feed and I stay informed through the news. But, yeah, definitely DM us if you have any other suggestions for topics that you want us to cover or... Anything that you want to, you know, know more about, go ahead. we'll dive into it. Yeah, and I, you know, on that note, we should create an email. Because <laughs> you can tell how, like, you know, on the spot this is. But I think that's what's exciting about it. Just not, this is not going to be a podcast where it's going to be fully scripted. Oh, because okay. I think it's going to, it's not going to allow us to be ourselves. If it no, is. Um, we want to be ourselves yeah. and t- touch on the topics that interest us and interest the people listening. Yeah. So definitely reach out to us, send us suggestions for a name. I'm so open to that. There you go. Um, 
But yeah, other than that, I feel like thank you so much to Crew and Cookies. And Cookies. Thank you, Cookies. Uh, You killed it. Had the best time at the festival. If you guys want to know more about where you can buy tickets, you can go on their Instagram. It is... NNMF? That's correct. At NNM Festival. And they have, you know, clips and photos and videos of the past years and the couple weekends ago. Just like different different clips that you can kind of get an idea of what the festival is about. If you're interested in attending, maybe I would we'll... definitely go again next year. I would. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna be so prepared. <laughs> you're gonna come no in lie with all the camping no supplies. But I think that that comes to an end. Thank you so much for listening. Chapter one done. Chapter one done, and I felt like it went so quickly, and that is exactly one hour. Boom! Perfect. Boom. That's your car ride home. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk to you guys soon, and yeah, we will see you in the next episode. See you then. Bye. Bye.